Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I got great news, guys. Oh! It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Thank you very much, Jack. Sports fans, Cam Two with your Sports Grid news and betting update. You want the edge cappers? Get on the grid. Find us on YouTube at Sports Grid Network for all your fantasy and sports wagering needs all the time. And on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. The Pittsburgh Steelers are going to start a third stringer quarterback, Devlin Hodges, a quarterback over Mason Rudolph in their Week 13 rematch versus the heated and hated Cleveland Browns. Hodges relieved an ineffective Rudolph against the Bengals in Week 12 and led Pittsburgh to a come-from-behind win. Hodges is undrafted from Samford University. He started one game this season. He guided the Steelers to a victory over the Chargers back on October 13th, completing 15 of 20 passes for a touchdown, no picks on Sunday night football. Rudolph has started every game since Big Ben went down in Week 2. In nine appearances this year, he has 12 touchdowns, nine interceptions, but four picks coming two weeks ago in one game versus the Browns. Tomlin stopped short, declaring Hodges just the starter this week. He's not sure beyond week 13. Depends how he plays. Colts wide out T.Y. Hilton offered an uncertain outlook for week 13, admitting today he's got tightness in his calf. He returned versus the Texans in week 12, but was ineffective dropping two passes and only playing 25 of 67 snaps. He's questionable this Sunday versus Tennessee. We got uh, the Jason Garrett's days in Dallas. Yeah, we got uh, bets on this thing, too, in Jersey and Vegas. They got numbers on it. The odds for the next Dallas Cowboys coach have hit the betting board. Garrett's odds are listed at 5-1 to one to lose his job by week one of 2020. Unreal. His odds 5-1 to one to be the next head coach of the Washington Redskins. And uh, slightly higher, 3-1 to one as he remains the coach of the Cowboys. That's on the board. Urban Meyer, the favorite to become the new Dallas Cowboys head coach at 3-1. to one. Josh McDaniels, 4-1. to one. Lincoln Riley and Robert Salah hit the tote board at 5-1. to one. You want some crazy, stupid pooches. Tony Romo, Peyton Manning, 150-1. to one. Jerry Jones himself, 500-1. to one. Two in the NCAA tonight. More action on the gridiron. We got a start just underway. Ohio, minus 27.5 at Akron, 53. They just kicking off. 7 o'clock. Western Michigan, minus 9 at Northern Illinois. Total, 51. NBA, Milwaukee Bucks swingman Chris Middleton. He's going to return Wednesday from a seven-game absence. Originally thought to be missing three to four weeks' time, but he will face Atlanta tomorrow. Just a pair on NBA Hardwood tonight. 8.30, things get going. Great one. Clippers minus one and a half at Dallas. Total, 227. Nine o'clock, we got Washington at Denver. The Nuggets, 10 and a half, 228. In progress, college basketball. Wisconsin, 29. New Mexico, 20 at the half. New Mexico State. They beat South Florida 65-45. to The final was in that one. We got Michigan State beating Georgia 93-85. Later on tonight, 7.30 action. We got Richmond at number 18. Auburn Tigers minus 9.5, 144.5. Stephen F. Austin at Duke. Duke Lang 29, 147, 10.30 in Hawaii. Number 11, Kansas minus 11.5 versus BYU. We got a total 145 there, 11.30 in Vegas, 21 the Colorado Buffs at Clemson in the NHL. Two more players have come forward to collaborate. Akeem Alou's story about current Flames coach Bill Peters using racial slurs. The player said he used the N-word multiple times when he played for the AHL's Rockford Ice Hogs in 2019. Uh, Teammates uh, Simon Pepin and Peter MacArthur corroborated the account to TSN today. They said it is true and he did do those things. Flames GM Brad Treliving says they are investigating the incidents. The matter is ongoing. Peters has not yet been fired by Calgary in addition to this, ex-Hurricane player Michael Jordan says Peters abused him physically when he was bench boss in Carolina with the Hurricanes. Detroit Red Wings forward Anthony Mantha, he'll be out a few weeks with a lower body injury. He had seven points in his last eight games prior to Sunday. We got three games on frozen water tonight, two at 7 o'clock. Great one, great rivalry. Boston playing 20 cents at Montreal, total six. Mini at New Jersey, Devils minus 135. Six is your total. 8 o'clock, Dallas, hot team, minus 15 cents at Chicago, low total, 5.5. MLB News, the league investigating relief pitcher Sam Dyson for domestic violence. Sources telling Ken Rosenthal, social media post by Dyson's ex-girlfriend, Alexis Blackburn, implied he committed animal abuse and also alluded to abusive behavior towards her. 
Tyson, a free agent recovering from shoulder surgery. He may not be able to pitch in 2020. Reports indicate the Minnesota Twins, the latest team to be chasing free agent pitcher Zach Wheeler, the 29-year-old, very solid, 3.65 ERA, 8.9 war over the last two seasons in New York City, adding a career-high 195 strikeouts last season with the Mets, along with the Twins, Mets, Reds, White Sox, Angels, and Padres, all interested in signing Wheeler. Couple minor signings. Seattle signed right-hander Kendall Graveman to a one-year deal. Houston agreeing on a one-year deal with free agent catcher Dustin Garno. CFL Alouettes inking head coach Kahari Jones to a three-year extension. I'm Cam Stewart. Thanks to Scotty Farrell, Mike Blue at an hour one. Our boy Richard Garner steps up an hour two. Red Heat and Rage hosted by Gabe Morenci. Hour two on Sports Grid is coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. Back to live action, fellas. Get on the grid. Sport grid. Crazy, uh, fun show so far. Well, it's, it's blown by. We had Scotty Farrell uh, yep. in the first uh, half of the program. Mike Blewett uh, joined us. Now we've got Richard Garner going to be stepping up and in. Uh, I'm sure Richard, uh, no doubt, is going to have something to say about uh, Bill Peters. And uh, and this, but uh, fortunately, Tucker Carlson uh, will uh, be able to book a new hockey guest. Can have Bill Peters on <laughs> talk about how the fascists, <laughs> fascists got you fired. Uh, <laughs> That's good, Moretzi. Fascist. That's good stuff. Fascist yeah, got wow. got you fired. It, it's amazing in any other sport how a guy like with, with people admitting this stuff can like not just a regular job. Like he's not in the American Hockey League. He's not in the OHL, the Q, the WHL. The guy's coaching a, an NHL team for years and used to be the bench boss with the Carolina Hurricanes. And nobody even talk about this stuff? Like, it's unbelievable to me, man, how they can just escape this. But now anyway, let me ask you, I got to believe it's going to be a firestorm. He will be fired. Let me ask you. Yep. you telling me the Calgary Flames, like, dude, it's only been a couple hours. we got multiple players coming out. Yeah, he's racist. Yeah, yeah, he hit players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He's, he, he, dude, you got guys saying that. Yeah, yeah, he kicked me. <laughs> like, abused me. Exactly. God, like, doesn't sound like like tough love type thing. Like people are saying, like, you know, he's the worst human being you'll ever meet. The Calgary Flames had to know this stuff. They had to know. There's no way as well that the coach would say something that racist in the room and management wouldn't find out. Cam, I guarantee exactly. you, dude. It's like a workplace. It's like a workplace. Like they, he said, he said, yeah, yeah, everyone in the room heard it. Uh, you could hear a pin drop. Players could collaborate the story. Don't tell me management didn't know about it. As if they didn't know. As if they didn't know. Oh, yeah, you know what? Bill Peters is a good coach, but he does have a problem abusing people. You know, but they don't care. And, you know, I don't want to be a hypocrite and say, oh, they cover up everything, and then me cover up, but because it's not my place. It's I'm not a hockey reporter, all right? And... Oh. I know some of these people, and I'm not protecting the the parties, but I'm protecting the people around them in a sense. But it's just, it's a major problem. And I wouldn't cover up for something serious, but they're all racist. They're all like Archie Bunker, man, these old hockey guys. They just are. They don't think they're racist, right? But they do. They just are. Like, uh, they think it's just, it's it's accepted or whatever. Yet, um, you can assume right now, that he's going to get fired, that uh, they're figuring out, like, you know, they don't want to pay him, obviously, I would imagine. Yet no, no. He's going to file a lawsuit, right? So I guess that's where it's at now. But if you're the Flames, you can't worry about that. You just need to fire him and tell him, sue us. Right? I mean, exactly. we're going to give him a little cushy, we'll like, uh, parachute on the way out now. Exactly. He's going to say, you don't have grounds to fire me. That's what he's going to say. Yeah, conduct detrimental to the team. What do they play next? I want to bet against them. We'll hit this on the other side. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life, so I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is gonna be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. I get on to Grand Sports Grid. I'm Marenzi. We're throwing it down here at the Meadowlands Sports Grid Studios, FanDuel Sportsbook. On this uh, Tuesday night, short uh, short week uh, for us. Yeah, uh, here, nice one. Uh, this week with Real Thanksgiving uh, coming up. We're busy tonight. Um, I don't know if Richard is Richard Garner on a plane. There's a lot of uh, a lot of noise in a warehouse. Why? Well, how about now? Hey, what's going on, Richard? How you doing? Hey, Richard. Good, guy. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, yeah, we hear yeah, you. we hear you all right. Yeah, 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 we got you now. How you doing? I'm, in a, uh, I'm supposed to be in a soundproof booth here, Gabe. I'm at one of those uh, WeWork-type places. They got these conference call rooms. They're basically a closet with no soundproofing. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Every time I do a call in here, people tell me it sounds like I'm on a plane. So my apologies. Yeah, yeah. Are you on a yeah. speakerphone? No, I got the headset on. Here, I'll take the headset off and try that. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How about this? Yeah, it's a little better. It's a little better. Okay. Uh, We're going to have to go back to the list. Uh, It's supposed to be pre-checked. No headsets, no speakerphones. They dropped the ball in the pit uh, by by not uh, screening you. It's like going through customs. You weren't screened properly, Richard. It's not your fault. Yeah, to their their defense... To, the, to their defense, they thought they were dealing with a pro, but instead they got a rookie move. Yeah, that that you're not you're not used to this uh, daily. Yeah, that's it. Like, this is the big leagues now, Richard. Right? Like we've we've stepped it up a notch here. <laughs> we've stepped it yeah, up a notch. Well, um, Yang, big apple. Our boy Yang's gonna get all mad. He sounded good when I spoke to him. Um, all right. Uh, so he sounded good when I spoke about, to him, buddy. Uh, <laughs> See. Uh, <laughs> You're the best, I knew it was coming. Good job, Yanks. All good. Um, <laughs> that was great. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I, I'm on top of things, Cam. So we were going to bitch about the NFL officiating and about how, you know, the theme, Richard, and as you tweeted me and you saw my tweets the other day about the the, uh, the referees, 
about, you said, can you believe it's 2019? We're going into 2020, essentially. Yeah. It's like, you know, we've got like, you know, robot clones. People are marrying robots. And <laughs> we've got 68-year-old men. We've got 68-year-old men named Walt. Walt Anderson, yeah. Walt Coleman. Trying to keep up with Tyreek Hill down the field and pinpoint to the exact inch um, specifically what happened. It's actually embarrassing, and you'd think, like, it's actually like it's like uh, caveman stuff. Yet here we are. I'd say the same thing, Richard, that it's 2019, 2020. Yesterday I see the Italian coach said Mario Balotelli is struggling because he's black. Uh, Don Cherry, all you people. Uh, Now Bill Peters today. We won't even get into politics, but I can't believe it. From Martin Luther King in the 60s to where we are now, like, I guess, like, they just hit the rewind button. Like, you know, the whole take it back, and I want it the way it was before. I guess they they really mean it because you see it now, you see it in politics, but you see it in hockey, Richard. There's always been that. We all know it. There's always been that. And, you know, the story about it started with the rap music. Turn that crap off. And... You know, Don Cherry pretends he's a victim. I never said anything. And Ron McClain, that spineless twat standing there doing nothing as well. And, you know, can you imagine Don after a couple of beers when he's not on TV? Yeah, yeah. Like, you got off lucky, Don. You got off lucky considering what what could have happened. But it's amazing to me, Richard. And now this Bill Peters stuff, you know, other players, not just one guy. Other players are saying, yeah, yeah, he's physically abusive as well with people. Dan Carcillo's tweeting out about how hockey is just a cesspool of abuse in all its forms and something needs to be done. You know, players say it after it's tough, but if you're a player, you see you can't be a whistleblower. If you're a player, what are you going to do? You're going to come out and you're say, bad. oh, yeah, yeah, this junior team did this to me. That's how this Alou kid got in trouble in the first place. He refused to get naked in front of the team in the bathroom there or whatever. And he ended up having to fight them because he refused to participate. And they're extremely, and you know they're all like uh, homophobes, Richard. But, of course, they all want to get naked all the time, right, with their hazing stuff. So what do you make of this, Professor Garner? Well, bear with me for a sec because I think we, you put out a lot of things there, but they all tie together. Basically, you know as well as anybody, and you know this, Cam, as well. And I think Canadians like to sometimes sit on a bit of a high horse when it comes to race issues. Oh, America, they got their problems. But we know sports, period, is uh, a conservative culture, let's say, generally speaking. Uh, I don't mean politically. I mean just old school. Guy, testosterone, all that stuff. And then hockey as a lot of people know here but don't talk about, is even probably the most conservative in that regard. Old school, and you mentioned Don Cherry. Well, that's the head of the spear, right? That's the guy that kind of sets the table for the culture and what's a good old Canadian boy or a good old hockey boy that's going to, you know, do what's best for the team. So there you bring in all the things. Old school, hazing, right? Come on, that's what you do. You tie, you take rookies to a goalpost and you whatever. And that's what you do. If you don't like it, you're a wuss. And in hockey, as you know, it seems every hazing ritual involves something humiliating and sexual, which is a whole other conversation. And then you get into this stuff where you got a coach 10 years ago who's not a child or a teen at the time. He's probably in his 40s coming into a dressing room and, and saying a pretty standard classic, you know, sort of old guy thing about rap music or hip hop in this case, well, I turn that shit off or whatever, but goes to the, the full extent of obviously dropping the N word. I'm going to, I'm going to give this, uh, Aliou guy the benefit of the doubt because he's got two witnesses that have come out on the record. Right. And to your point, it doesn't help your career in that world, in that club, to come out and speak out against it. Uh, guys get boy, uh, blackballed all the time. So that's why Buddy didn't come forward until now. He sees everything happening with Babcock. And knowing Babcock and Peters have a connection from where the time with Peters was the assistant coach in Detroit, and I'm sure he sees the Babcock stuff, which is, again, kind of old-school stuff where you're going to humiliate the rookie and, and try to, you know basically, you know, psychologically manipulate them. And what we're finding out, if you connect all those things, the racism stuff, the old school hazing, the hierarchical autocratic coach, the military style crap, 
and the Don Cherry stuff. What you have here, which a lot of people don't like, I get it. Some people think anything about progress moving forward is bad. And what's, what, what's up with these, these little wimps who are offended by everything and whatever. Well, easy to say if you don't have empathy or you don't try to put yourself in somebody else's position. But when you imagine being a black dude of Nigerian descent in a hockey dressing room in an AHL thing, and the coach comes in and says that in front of everybody. And if you don't think that wouldn't affect you, then you don't have the ability to empathize with somebody because you're only looking at it through your lens and say, ah, come on, suck it up, buddy, you know, whatever. In this case, what we're seeing now, especially when stuff can, you could have done stuff 10 years ago, 15 years ago, as we found out with Me Too and everything else. There's no statute of limitations here. Now somebody can come out, regardless whether people like it or they don't, and say, this is what this person actually did. I didn't have... I couldn't find the courage to come out and talk about it at this time, but I'm, I'm calling it out now. So now you're going to see, I think, the final domino fall on the old school to the new school. And I'll bring it back to the refereeing example, right? I'm sure somebody's listening going, how are you going to connect that? But this is the same stuff. We were talking about this, Gabe and Cam, 10 plus years ago, we were talking about the NFL. How could the NFL be reporting revenues of 14 billion a year, 12 billion a year, 10 billion a year, yet they have the audacity to have part-time referees who are in their 60s running around trying to chase the, the best athletes on the planet, which is a slap in the face to the fans. And then in a world where we can literally put a chip in anything, we got some guy running in, trotting in from the sideline, trying to, with his eyes, mark where the ball should be with his foot in a game that matters like <laughs> millions of dollars. Wages. It's, it's ridiculous. And it's again, because some people are so phobic about progress, about moving forward. Everything back when I was young was the best. Why do we have to change things? Well, you have to change things because I can guarantee you when you were young, you were doing things that they didn't do a hundred years ago. So the culture of coaches talking like that is over. Yeah, people used to well, die at polio. Should we st- do that still too? <laughs> Man, my day, you died. We didn't take medicine. <laughs> Richard Garner will be right back with us. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. The next Daily Fantasy Millionaire, the Daily Roto. Stuff your pockets with cash this Thanksgiving. Get your free trial with the promo code STUFFING to unlock a seven-day elite membership. Leverage Daily Roto's optimizer and industry-leading fantasy projections and learn from the game's best DFS players. Don't be a turkey. Get the free trial. It's DailyRoto.com. Promo code STUFFING for a free trial. New customers only. Offer expires at the end of November. Back to Gabe Morenci with our guest, Richard Garner. Thank you very much, a raging redhead, uh, Cam uh, Stewart. Cam uh, getting it, getting it done. Um, all right. Uh, so yeah, we had Scotty Farrell on. Quick shout out there, today, Gabe. Here, to, uh, uh, I was just going to say quickly, Gabe. Does anybody do an on-air read better than the raging redhead? I got complimented yeah, yeah, by Farrell uh, for my update today. I feel really good about yeah, it. Richard. Yeah. I'm having a, a really good day. He said, "Wow, what an update, man! You got the spreads." And, yeah, I felt, uh, it made me feel good about myself. <laughs> it was very nice. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've said it. Cam has set the bar. Cam has set the bar. And it's poor, poor Cam, too. Like other people, they hit the wall after two, three minutes. They can't they can't get through it. I'm like, man, you got to listen to Cam's updates. They're like, I, uh, uh, Cam, I can't talk for five minutes. Like, oh, like Cam. Like Cam, like, yeah, like people are like, you're like a poo. You spoil the wife too much. The rest of the husbands in the neighborhood don't like you. Yeah. yeah, yeah your updates are too good. Yeah, the, the, up, the, the updates are too. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. The updates are, Thanks, uh, are too good. Uh, you know, last thing, we'll move on from this. We'll get into some more sports stuff. But 
I'm looking Great in a chat here, Garner, and I see though. some comments from some people and stuff, and you talked about the hockey, and I'm no Justin Trudeau fan, but I'm glad he won just because of people like that. <laughs> just how unhappy it makes them. Like, that, you know, it's almost like I know how much it's like, like poor Darsh. Darsh hit the Great Cup, and for some reason, people are coming up to him and, like, bitching about Trudeau to him. Why? Because he's brown? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Exactly. It's like, crazy. It's just, you know, I got to be honest, like Alberta, you know, you guys want to do your little Wexit stuff. I won't stop you. You know, nobody's stopping you. Nobody will miss you. Nobody cares. All right. Uh, to be honest, I'm just being real with this. Bye bye. If you're this unhappy, go and, uh, and you know, have fun and, uh, in the middle of nowhere with no water around you. <laughs> good luck. Good luck with that. Uh, but uh, so, Richard, you're talking about the NFL and the, you know, the, the officiating. The thing that gets me about it is they just don't care. And the owners don't care. Like Jerry Jones even. Nah, the, the pass interference stuff is fine. Like Roger Goodell doesn't care. It just, and like you said, it's insulting to the fans. It's insulting to the fans. And it's insulting to the players as well. You know, the players work mm-hmm. hard. I mean, you're supposed to, you know, they, they fake the integrity stuff and blah, blah, and all this crap. But if there's only 16 games, Richard, and Cam. So the difference between not reviewing that fumble the other night with Indianapolis and, and Houston yep. could be the difference between the Colts making the playoffs and not making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That is money. Definitely. That is mm-hmm. revenue, playoff bonus money that players are getting. We go back to your guys, Cam, years ago. Dennis Erickson got fired because of a bad call. It was like, you make the playoffs, you're in. He got screwed. He ended up getting fired. Like, guys lose their jobs. Players get cut. There is not not just about the league's money. It's the players' money. There's a sense of it. There should be a sense of integrity in the league, but there really isn't, Richard. That's the thing that shocks me. Like, like you figure Roger Goodell would be embarrassed and say, you know what? It's kind of pathetic that we're the richest sports league in the world, yet we have the worst <laughs> officials in the world. Yet they're not embarrassed. Well, they're they're not. I, I, I don't know whether it's the right terminology here would be a conspiracy theory or the eighth wonder of the world, or I don't know if this is on the, the same level as the Bermuda Triangle in terms of head-scratching, confusing things. But this is what I cannot understand, Cam and Gabe. So you, you get all the pressure from the New Orleans Rams thing last year on the late pass interference, and you go reluctantly probably to the CFL uh, rule of uh, introducing pass interference as part of a reviewable call. Okay, fair enough. You've done it. You've you've responded to the uh, to the situation. You've said, "We heard you, fans. This is not acceptable. We're going to figure out a way to make this right." So you start the year off where everybody knows. Okay, it's uh, past interference is reviewable. Okay, fair enough. But you have obviously somebody has told the referees almost defiantly, oddly enough, do not reverse any calls. Like, literally, if a guy runs out there with a chair, smashes the guy <laughs> over the head, I don't care. Don't, don't, don't reverse any calls. So now you have the, the, the fans, the commentators are confused initially to the point where the coaches then become confused because they're like, well, do I waste a challenge here? Because the message being sent by these guys is they're not going to change any calls. Yeah, you can review it so we can say we did it. But we've told the referees that there's a higher standard for reviewable pass interference reversals than normal pass interference, which makes no sense then. Richard, Why did you do it? Yeah. We have we have a guest on, not weekly, but, you know, once a month type yeah. thing. He used to be former head of NFL officiating, okay? I asked him. I said, I said to him, I said, what happens if you're looking into the you're looking under the hood there at the replay and you see that's a catch. Yet the headquarters in New York is telling you that's not a catch. Can you argue with them? And can you override them? And he basically said, Well, technically you could, 
but you probably won't have your job for very long. <laughs> so, exactly. Right? So, like, you know, and, and people and referees aren't going to do it because they know everything's mic'd up. But there's once in a while you'll catch it where Mike Tomlin once was saying to the guy, he's like, bro, he's like, dude, he goes, you know, that was a catch, right? And the referee said to him, I don't even know, Mike. He goes, I don't know what's a catch anymore. I just do what, they, I just do what the league says, man. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I They're just, just doing their here. job. It's almost like they're exactly, <laughs> you know what it is? They're like traffic cops at the stoplight or a traffic cop where suddenly the sergeant told them, guys, normally we don't nail people for going 60, but we're going to do it today. Right? And there's that mm-hmm. narrative, and you're right. Like, and, you know, and we asked Tim Donnie about this. You, you know, the only way you're going to get is to find out from the real guys. I asked Donnie about that. I said, in the playoffs, and everyone's obvious about which team the league wants to win, are they calling you and telling you, point blank, listen, Sacramento can't beat the Lakers, Tim, all right? Lakers. So do what you got to do. <laughs> and he goes, no, no, they don't do that. He goes, this is what they do. He goes, every game there's a conference call with the league, with the officials. And they'll have points of emphasis. And he goes, you get the message when the points of emphasis is five guys on one team, Richard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 yeah so there's like, subtle ways yeah, tonight's of, point of, of, emphasis of sending that is message. Kyle Lowry. Yeah. yeah, don't let Kyle. They'll just say, oh, yeah, by the way, Kyle Lowry's traveling a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah, Siakam is mouthing off a lot. If he mouths off, you know, send a message with a team. And there'll be a list of only guys on one team that – points of emphasis, which not that the referees don't already know the game, right? But that points of emphasis list, and this way the league is not complicit in anything. It's not like, oh yeah, there's a memo where you guys said the Pistons better lose tonight, right? You know, but it's interesting to see how that uh, works, the dynamic. I think the term is plausible deniability. So they're smart enough to not ever tell anybody to do that. And I'll tell you, Gabe, I've told that story about Donaghy because you, you were you, you were interviewing him like right essentially, I think even before his book came out, you know, post uh, the NBA thing. And I've told that story a million times now to people where he told that story that you just sort of touched on, which is he made more money betting on games he wasn't refereeing <laughs> that he could actually potentially influence the result. <laughs> he knew and felt more confident betting on games where he knew the company guy was refereeing yeah. in the playoffs. And he knows the company guy doesn't need to be told by David Stern or Adam Silver or Roger Goodell who they prefer. The company guy, like in any business, any, any, you know, brown nose or knows, well, if I want to get promoted, I know what the boss wants. And they go out and they make sure it happens. And in that case, we've all seen things that are clearly and obviously that. And of course, at the end of the day, technically, there is no conspiracy because nobody from the top has actually told anybody to do something or not do something. It's genius. Yeah, it is. Yes. It's actually genius. <laughs> like, uh, got to prove it. They right? avoid the That's RICO right. Act. <laughs> they avoid they avoid the RICO Act. Uh, all right, Richard. So before we get you out of here, and it's always a pleasure having you on. Some great stuff. Yeah. Um, how's the how's the betting uh, been treating you? Uh, you've been winning. How's the NFL season treating you? What do you think about the Thanksgiving uh, Day games? And what do you well, think about Mike Babcock getting fired? Yeah. Well, Babcock, I mean, I, I think the. The the Babcock thing is is interesting. I mean, it was it was interesting for a while. It became obviously crazy in the last forty eight hours. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's even money he doesn't coach again in the league because it's just gonna like be that. too difficult for a team to bring in bring him in. As far as betting, actually had probably the best three or four weeks that I've had in a long time. Uh, hit some big parlays, but then this week got crushed. I just loved Green Bay against San Francisco. I, I used the, the Seattle game against San Francisco as my gauge, and it just made sense that they had a better pass rush and, and could give Jimmy G, a, and bam, was I wrong, and it killed me for the week. This week, hard to like anything right now. Uh, I think if, you're, if you have guts, you'll take Buffalo on the money line here because you know when there's chaos in Dallas, sometimes it snowballs. And right now, for Dallas to play against that tough Buffalo D, that's going to be tough. I like the over in the Atlanta-New Orleans game. 
and uh, don't like, I'm not touching Chicago, Detroit. Richard Garner, great to talk to you, Richard. Thanks, Rich. Thanks guys. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Thanks to Richard Garner, Mike Blewett, Scotty Farrell, Stack Show, and uh, we're not done yeah. yet. Tonight, it's Babano. Well, we got Babano and the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, yet. Normally, whatever, dude. Like, the NHL, forget about, like, uh, the Bill Peters stuff and all that, but I look forward to betting yeah. against the Flames tomorrow. Um, <laughs> well, dude, what do they do with their schedule? Like, Cam... Every damn night, there's only two or three games. And then once in a while, there's like yep. 15 games. Thanksgiving. It's stupid. Yeah, yeah. Go up it's ridiculous. <laughs> and there's only two games in the NBA tonight. So you have another opportunity. Like, I don't know, dude. The NHL schedule is beyond stupid. That's all I can say. No, you're right. And I, I find it hilarious, too. So let's take a look at thanksgiving right whatever like it's uh actually you know no on thanksgiving this it's the day after they go bananas gabe they have one game thanksgiving too 7 30 they have football <laughs> i just don't understand it like it's just anyway i you're right why even try to why even bother why even try to analyze it the next day they're all day one four whatever but yeah no, beside the point there's a couple good games tonight uh, well, uh, I, 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 I know what Pharrell's what, saying. Cam. Minnesota's been better, but I'm taking New What's Jersey that? tonight. I'm making, a, I'm making a stand with the Devils tonight. I know they haven't been great, but this is a game. Minnesota on the back-to-back, uh, losing to the Rangers. They had a lead there. I know they're going to be upset, but i got to have faith that the Devils can get a win at home tonight. I think I'm going to be playing them, buddy. I lean with the Devils, actually, as well in that game. But I'm looking at the comments here. The Canadians, yep. you know, genuinely are upset. Like, they are. They're not happy about the way they played. Um, yep. You know, Boston's Julian's won three pissed. in a row, 4-0 and 1 in its last five games. Montreal is mirrored in a season-high four-game skid. Uh, Claude Julien says, when you lose four games in a row, you're going to be frustrated. Uh, we picked up two out of a possible eight points. We know where we are in the standings. Um, and it goes on here about uh, Thomas Tartar. Um, very unhappy uh, with the um, with the way things are going uh, right now. Sounds like a lunch pail game tonight, Cam. You're going to get a good, honest effort from the Canadians tonight. Doesn't I agree, mean they 100%. win, but, no, uh, but they're they, they're they're going to bring it tonight. They will bring it tonight. I think a lot of there's a lot of factors. Halak, uh, he he starts for Boston, former Canadian. He'll be jacked up. The Canadians need to play better. They're mired in a slump. They're going to be, man, they're going to play their asses off. I want to bet them tonight. It's a fun game, Cam. I, it, it'll but be it's lots to of goals, it. too. It's hard to bet it, but I will say this. Even though you have Halak and Price, the one thing I've realized when these teams get together in the total six, it throw everything out the window. Power plays, hate, uh, the way the Canadians are going to play tonight. I think there's going to be a lot of penalties called because of their desperation. Um, I, I, I actually like Montreal in this spot. I really want to bet them. And I like the over. I think it's probably obvious to take the under when you got great goaltenders like Halak and Price. But hey, man, when they go to Montreal, crazy things happen. A lot of these six to five games recently, when the Bruins and Habs get together, Gabe, I like the over, and I'm going to take a yeah, shot with Montreal. I don't want to burst your bubble here, but the under is seven and one the last eight times they played. Really? I know what you mean. The last time they played, it was five four. Yeah, and I remember that yeah, game because if you recall, I was on the under and I lost. Um, yeah, before that camp, 3-2, And you know what I'm seeing yeah. here? A lot of Boston dominance here. So I know. You know it's not so Montreal. So they only played one time this year, actually, Cam. 
Yeah. I know what in you Montreal mean. Like won. in my mind too. I'm not. I'm not like. Oh yeah, it's an automatic under. I don't think it is when these two teams play, but. I'm just looking at the facts here. It is seven and one of the under the last eight times. They've only played once this year. That was November the fifth. It was five four Montreal one at home. It was in Montreal. Um, yep. So you know, last year is kind of irrelevant. They've only played once this year, and it did go over the number. So seven and seven and one to, uh, to the under in the last eight, but the last one <laughs> wasn't over. Yeah, and. It's going to be hard. It, 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 that's the thing. Like, I can't take an under tonight, uh, even with these guys. Just I, I just know the way Montreal is going to come out tonight. They, Julian's been calling these guys out for a while, Gabe. It's a really big game for the Canadians, and they know how Boston is. They're going to give their best effort. Like, they're going to leave it all out there. Does it mean they're going to win? No, but you're getting them, you know, either plus 10 cents or even money, depending where you shop, where your book is. And I think it's I think it's a good bet tonight. I kind of like all home teams. Uh, I like the Devils to beat the Wild. Oh, the Devils and, uh, are the play. And, I know they're my. That's my top play in hockey. The mo- that'll be the play I'm going to ride with. And I think the Blackhawks beat last five the Stars. Games. This is his best. Yep. This is as good as the Devils have played. Actually, not to mention the Devils have killed off 16 of their last 18 penalties. Special teams starting to come together a little bit. Devil, you know, listen, it's not rocket science, Cam. You notice. It's going to take a couple of weeks for the Devils to settle, like, things. But without Corey Schneider, bro, you know what I mean? Suddenly they're winning a bit. A bit you know what I mean? The goaltending's yeah. been better. The defense has been better. And they're winning a couple of games. You've got Minnesota that's been in town all week here. I like the Devils here tonight. The Canadians-Bruins game is so tough, man. It's such a toss-up that it could go either way. Uh, but I actually think the Dallas Stars are the play tonight, Cam against the Chicago Blackhawks. The only reason they played, they beat Vegas last night. Chicago's waiting for these guys. Hudobin, the backup going. He's not a bad backup, though. He's actually pretty good. Got to like Dallas's one-two punch with Bishop and Hudobin. Uh, Crawford for the Blackhawks. I also like the over in this hockey game at five and a half. That's too low. Chicago plays a run-and-gun style now. They've really opened it up. Um, they, they know they have def- defensive deficiencies, so they try to play an up-tempo game. And, uh, Gabe, just a note on the Minnesota Devils game, Deming getting the start for the Devils and Hovenin for Minnesota. So we have two backups tonight uh, between Minnesota and the Devils. But Deming has uh, been pretty good uh, recently for the Devils there. I don't know too much about this Hovenin kid for Minnesota. So could be interesting. Two backups tonight in the Swamp. Let's see. Uh, Hovenin, huh? Hovenin, yeah. All right. Where the uh, hose at? Let's see. What else do we have? Oven. What else do we have here? Sounds good. How's this? We got Kudobin and Corey Crawford tonight. Crawford, yeah. Yep. Back up there. Yep. Kudobin, Crawford, Halak Price, Hoven and Deming. Oh, here we go. Backup yeah, price. yeah. Halak and Price confirmed. Um, Kakinen and uh, what's the guy? Louis Dominic? Deming. Used to be the lightning backup. Yeah, Deming. Louis Deming. Deming, yeah. Yeah, Deming. Hey, is he one of these guys that sounds French, but he's really American? <laughs> it is, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Let's find out where Louis Deming is. Hey, Louis Dominic. Hey, Louis Dominic. Hey, what's. I told you Dominic? the story, Cam. No. Guy Bear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Guy Bear was on the Anaheim Ducks. <laughs> and yes, people like hey, Guy Bear. Man, <laughs> they were so excited. They were the media. There was like 12 of them around him. <laughs> Like, boom, they started to fire off questions at him, man. And he was like, guys, uh, I don't speak French. And people are like, well, what are you, you Guy Bear? What do you mean? Yeah. And he goes, it's Guy Herbert. <laughs> Guy, <laughs> From Michigan. Guy Herbert. I know. know what? It's Guy Mayor. Herbert. He actually... It's crazy because you thought it would be Domingue, right? Louis Domingue? Because he's from Mont Saint-Hilaire, Quebec. So that's kind of interesting, but they call like when I watch so the game, they go Louis Deming. Yeah, but he's so from he Quebec. French. Yeah, Louis Deming. Yeah, but it, wouldn't it be Domingue? Like the way it's, it's not. Spelled, that's right? not so, the way you really say Deming, though. That's why I brought this up. It's not like. Yeah. It's basically they've. It sounds easy to say. Yeah, his name. His you know real name is Polio. What was the guy? French man. Yeah, he's Remember French. the other guy. On the Canadians, the dude yeah. played in the league for like eight years, Cam, seven years. And after he got mad one day, he goes, you're all saying my name wrong. My name? Remember, Cristobal oh. Huey. 
Huet. 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 He's French, though. It's Huet. He was from Switzerland. He's from Switzerland. Is he from Switzerland? I thought it was France. Huet. Let's take a look here. That's a good one. That's a good trivia question. Chris. Chris. uh, Pretty sure it was Switzerland. uh, I thought it was France. Huet? Let me see here. You might be right. I should know this. You could be right. No, fr- yeah, yeah, actually, no, yeah. we're both Saint right. He is a he is a French Swiss former professional ice hockey player. Yeah, I knew. It. Yeah, exactly. I knew he we lived in Switzerland too. Yeah, so, yeah. Like we, hey, he's got dual citizenship. He's born in France, but he's Swiss. That's exactly it. He's born in Saint Martin. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but he's, <laughs> I knew he was lived in Switzerland. Yeah, yeah. But exactly. Crazy. All right. <laughs> yeah, but he, trivia. For there's you. a couple of guys like. Who was the other guy? It was a basketball player. What's the guy, Will? Was it a baseball player, a basketball player? He said, yeah, yeah, you've been saying my name wrong. Now you say it like this. It was like. Oh, yeah. People get pissed. Yeah, forget no, but who he let it, it go for a while. Yeah, there's a lot of guys like Yeah, that. because you don't, don't want to say it. Yeah, you're media. <laughs> All right, let's bring in uh, Bob. Bob in Vermont. What's up, Bob? Bob? Hey, Gabe and Cam. How you guys doing? Good, Bob. How are you? Who's gonna, hey, Bob, who's going to win? Montreal or Boston? The Canadians or the Bruins? I'm definitely going with the Bruins. <laughs> and you say you're not a Boston guy. Like, hey, listen to this guy. Well, I don't like, uh, I'm Bob. like Montreal Canadians. I like the Toronto Raptors. What's that? You like the I Raptors? You, like the I Raptors. Like you don't like the Canadians. I, I like you're the right Raptors beside because... Montreal. Yeah, you call I, our show every like day. I'm from Montreal, and you tell me. Uh, All right, the Expos I are know, gone. I know, but I like the Expos. Remember, <laughs> I like the Expos. But you guys remind me, you are like the best two on. The, you guys are like a John Man and a Pat Summerall. You two. <laughs> we appreciate that. Yeah, we well, hey, Thank you. Cam, Very how nice you doing? You, Pretty good, Bob. How's the ponies treating you? Uh, I haven't been. I've got to play this week. This week. That's nice. Yeah, you've been pretty good. I'm going down on Friday. I have to go to Connecticut to play. All the way down to Connecticut to play. (laughs) Is Bob still at the nursing home? Well, there's no one. I told you there's no one in Hinsdale anymore. The guy died, so they had to close it down. Well, well, I could do it online, kind of too. Stuff. I could do it online. I did yeah. I did online a few times. So I might do it online. Cheap what, do like about, what about Minnesota? What about Minnesota, Minnesota and the Devils and the You like the Devils I'm or the Wilds? I'm taking the Devils. Good. Okay. The we Devils. agree there. It's, yeah, it's good. That's yeah. going to be my only hockey pick. I don't trust Dallas. They Devils. always screw me. Yeah, I, I actually, so, I'm going to take the hey, over. Did you get my Dallas tweet Chicago. today, Gabe? Did you get my tweet today? What's that, Bob? Did you no, get I didn't my see tweet, your tweet today? Bob. I no, sent I you a picture tweet, of no. the uh, a picnic. We, you remember the barbecue we had? I told you. I I took a. I, I don't um, know if you're sending it to the right. No, you did, huh? I don't know yeah, if you're I, sending it to the right uh, right account, Bob. Yeah, I know. I didn't see it. I was seeing it at Sports Rage. Sports Rage. Yeah, that's what I did. Game Rancy. Twitter. I don't see it, Bob. I don't see it. You don't? You sure? You no, want me send to send it again? You? I'll send it to you later yeah. again. Send okay, it again. So All right, Bob, we got to get to our picks now. You guys are going to be off for a while. No, just a couple uh, of days. We'll be off Thursday and Friday. Friday. That's yeah, we'll, we'll be back. We'll be back Saturday. Saturday. Never... Can't yeah, call on Saturday. All right, Bob. we got to get to our picks, Bob. God bless you, Bob. Have a nice dinner. We got to get to our picks now, Bob. All right, hang up on Bob, guys, in the pit. Thank you, thank you, Bob. He go. All right, thank you. I'll, I'll go. I'll rush through mine, Gabe. I'm I'm <laughs> yes. only going to be playing some hockey tonight. Low, low night on the card. I'm going to take the Devils. My big play: Chicago, Dallas over five and a half. Small, small play on Montreal. Small card cam. SCC. What do you got for me? Me too. I've got the Devils to win and the Clippers to win. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I love it. This is the lowest. This is the lowest five combined. New record. Yeah, I gotta find. I gotta, no, we're on in game live. We'll have some college basketball. We'll have college basketball in game live. Kansas and BYU and all that type stuff. We're back in an hour. Get on the grid.
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Here's what you missed on Game Time Decisions. There's a guy here. Uh, we call him Gary. Um, Gary. All right, so he's around. You're going to see. Gary's a pervert. He's got the craziest hair cap, except the dude doesn't have a belt. So uh, all the time. Uh, like crevasses. Uh, so, so 24-7. River showing the he's, River Nile. Yeah, he's holding. But yeah, yeah, he's like a plumber, right? Like he got the, the ass crack and stuff. But I see him sort of having, we call it, I was in a band, so you call it shower in a can. Right. It's basically, he has showers in a sink. Like he, right. he's sort of going at it and stuff. And I'm like, damn, man. And the other day I went in there. and he That's had what a, they do in NASCAR, right? He had his pants down to his ankles. Right. So I saw it. And, dude, his ass was like like a lizard. It was like, I can't, like, unvision it. This is grim. So the thing is, I came out and I told someone. I was like, damn, man, I just saw Gary, like, you know, with his pants down Working there. It. And they said, oh, yeah, yeah, he was taking a shower, right? And it turns out he lives in a van in the parking lot. Down by the river. How'd you do in on the that? How'd you do on the uh, Sunday and Monday night games? I doubled both of them, Cam. I hit the money line and spread on both games. The Ravens, nice. your boy Lamar, he's taking over the NFL. I hit the money line and spread on both. Yeah. I've been I was on the ramp, I got unfortunately. Six, I have six. I've documented, you know, for onbench.com. I got, listen, I got six out of 12 weeks in the NFL, over 70% winners documented. And in college football for the season, 69%. La, uh, this week, 64 in NFL and uh, 74% of the money lines I, t- I tagged. What do so, you think of this game here? My Buffalo Bills taking up the Dallas Cowboys. I think, I think the Bills have a shot to cover that seven. I think that number's a little high for the Cowboys who can't seem to get out of their own way. They're going to fire their coach. Uh, the Bills are a tough defense. I think they'll be in the game. I think the Lions should not be allowed to play on Thanksgiving other, ever because they suck. I and I think the Bears are just as bad as them. That game should be canceled. I have more fun watching my mother-in-law drink whiskey. Way more fun watching her go downhill over an eight-hour period on Thanksgiving. As punishment if the Lions lose, Matt Patricia should not be allowed to eat any turkey or anything. Like, like some sort of like punishment for him. Kevin. Is there anything worse than watching them on Thanksgiving every Dude, year at noon. He's a co- he's person. he's a terrible coach. I'm, I'm so like he's he might be the worst coach in the National Football League, and as bad as the right. Bears are, right. you can't trust Matt Patricia and the Detroit Lions. I can't trust he's either one of them. Those are hard bets to make when both teams are that right. bad. It's hard to make. Usually, what I always say on my show is this, and you've been on. It's simple. When two bad teams hook up, it's usually a good game. Yeah, yeah. This will be. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think exactly. This is going to be a good well, game. It's like fighting. It won't be the real bad teams. It's usually a good game. Well, look at Sunday night. People, oh, it's going to be great. Green Bay, San Francisco. Game sucked. Yep. Monday night football. Oh, Baltimore to Rams. Ooh, this is going to be a good game. One-sided blowout. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844 844- 844 